Hey, Jenny. I absolutely love your Bravo and Blaze merch site. It's so good. And with this podcast of yours, maybe I need to co-host one of these days and we can set the record straight on a few things. Hey, baby gorgeous. Welcome to Bravo and Blaze, where we're going to get lit off all the latest happenings going on in the Bravo TV world. This is a safe and uncensored space to discuss our love for everything 420. So grab your can of goodies and let's get lit. Keep blazing. Hi everyone, welcome to the first episode of Bravo and Blaze. I am Jenny Blaze and today we're going to talk about how we got here. What is Bravo and Blaze? Where are we going? What are we doing on this podcast? Why am I saying we? Well, I'm saying we because this is a collective journey and I can't wait to share everything with you all. I love engaging with you and I think this is going to be a lot of fun. We're also going to be joined by a special guest. He's one of my Bravo besties. His name is That Bravo Gay and you can find him on Instagram. We're going to be talking about all things Bravo and listen to a couple clips from the week. So what are we doing here? What is Bravo and Blaze? For those of you who know me, I'm Jenny Blaze, and I'm a Bravo super fan. I've been watching Bravo since before Housewives even started. I've been watching since the original Project Runway and Queer Eye Days, and I'm also a cannabis advocate. I'm 420 friendly, and I want to help normalize cannabis consumption and break the stigma of any judgment on people who consume Cannabis, especially and particularly parents. In my former life, I spent 15 years as an IT consultant, and I know what you're probably thinking. Wow, she looks amazing. Oh, my gosh. can't believe she's that old. Um, But for the last three and a half years, I've been a stay-at-home mom to a blended family of six. And as you can imagine, uh, it's been pretty hectic over here. So... My youngest daughter was born right around the time that COVID started. So as you can imagine, everyone's lives changed during COVID and my Bravo life just started to expand (laughs) exponentially. Let me explain. Okay. So I started, I didn't always watch every single show, but once COVID started, I started watching every single new show regardless of whether I've seen prior seasons. I just, I didn't care. I watched every single show, Um, which made me curious as to what's happening in prior seasons. So while I'm watching new episodes Sunday through Thursday in in my downtime, quote unquote downtime, I'm watching um, old seasons to try to catch up. And it was just like, like Bravo just kind of took over my life other than, you know, obviously my priorities, my family and myself. So, um, so Bravo became a even bigger part of my life already. So I, I was like, okay, we're here. Then I'm like, I need to talk about this with someone. There's so much going on. And also I'm home with kids all day and I don't have any adult connections. So I turned to Twitter, which was the best thing ever. And I know that's weird to say, but I stand behind it. (laughs) So I go on Twitter and if you're not on Twitter, let me just explain to you. It is the most hilarious 
and scary place at the same time. Like it's so wild there. People do not give a shit who you are, what you look like, who you know, who you follow, how many followers you have, nothing. They don't care about anything. It is like the wild west. And it's scary, but I guess my personality is kind of drawn to those kinds of things. So I'm I'm on Twitter and I'm like, oh my God, this shit is so hilarious. It brings my Bravo life to a different level. But then I was like, I need to start engaging because these people are saying some crazy things and they're wrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm not judging like that, but um, I'm a little judging, but um, so then I started this Bravo and Blaze Twitter account and Instagram account back in like uh, a February of last year, 2021. So I start engaging and I'm having a blast. I'm making memes and I'm putting all my content on Twitter, onto Instagram and just kind of like using both platforms. And then I start to live tweet. And so it takes it to an even bigger level. So when you live tweet, it's basically like you're watching with other people in, in the room with you, except they're not, obviously. And also the people who are in the shows are tweeting with you. So it's, it's it gets so crazy. There's like side fights going on. There's like side drama, side cattiness. It's just, it's, my mind has been blown, Okay my life has changed since Twitter. Okay. But, um, so basically I had, I started with the live tweeting, then I started making memes, then I started making merch. Um, so you can go to my website, www.bravoandblaze.com, bravoandblaze.com. Um, and that's where I have my merch, but, and if you could see my video I have some of my merch in the background and it's just been so fun because I try to make things that are like something you would laugh at right things that bring you joy so I have my Bravo and Blaze Twitter I have my Bravo and Blaze Instagram I open a Bravo and Blaze everything I have my Bravo and Blaze.com I have my Bravo and Blaze Snapchat TikTok all these things and I still didn't feel like I was able to discuss the things that I want to discuss on those platforms. So here we are today with our podcast, and I'm hoping that, you know, on this podcast, we can not only talk about Bravo, obviously, but talk about cannabis advocacy, talk about being a parent, talk about, you know, just whatever pop culture, things that are going on in life. Um, and obviously gossip and tea, like that's what we live for, right? As an homage to my Twitter roots, I've gone and compiled a list of tweets that are my top tweets of the week. And these are from some of my Bravo besties. I love them. If you're on Twitter, go follow them. The first one is from Queen Nads. She wrote, I'm literally in shock with how many people don't understand that quote unquote, slanted eyes have racial discriminatory undertones against Asians. Okay. So I included this one because one, I am half Korean, which is Asian. So um, I obviously 
think that slanted eyes is an, an inappropriate phrase to use to an Asian. Um, the gray area that I see that some people can can take it as they'll say, well, that I'm just describing what I, you know, their, their eye shape or whatever. Well, yes, but at the same time, historically, slanted eyes have been used in a demeaning or belittling way to Asians um, by many races. So maybe Mary just was ignorant to that. I feel like it's pretty common knowledge, but who knows? Mary grew up in a cult and she's still leading a cult. So she's living in her bubble. We don't, I don't know for sure if she was ignorant or not, but I will tell you this. If I was there, I would first educate her and explain to her why that is an inappropriate comment. Um, and then keep it moving from there. Hopefully after an apology or, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't know. And, you know, whatever. Um, but then if it happened for a second time, I'm sorry, Mary, but you're going to get your ass whooped. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to make a little comment on that one. Cause that was, that is a big deal. And actually this is my second time recording the top tweets because, I made the mistake of looking at my phone and found out that Mary Cosby didn't even go to the reunion. So I'm a, I'm like very guys. I'm like shook <laughs> Lisa Barlow style. I am really upset about Mary Cosby not being at the reunion. And there's also talks of her not coming back for season three. So I'm not going to get into that now, but I'll just tell you I'm shook. Okay. It really threw me off my game today. Okay, next tweet. So Rex Weed, love Rex Weed. If you are on Twitter, you need to follow Rex Weed. So there's a picture of Meredith in her purple feather outfit. And Natalia from Russia says, this really isn't the serve she thinks it was. I agree, sorry. Um, then Rex says, why does she look like a high society villain in Duckburg trying to scam Scrooge McDuck? And I could not stop laughing when I read that. I love Rex. I recommend you follow Rex. Anyways, the next one is from Prostitution Whore (laughs) at Housewives Ho 4. There's a picture of Jesus from the Bible kneeling over, grasping his chest. And Prostitution Whore wrote, Jesus trying to keep up with all the people Mary is sending him after. I died. So funny. Okay. Oh, M. Padgett Brewster. So M. Padgett Brewster is probably one of the most misunderstood people on Twitter. Um, I I love him. I think he is a great person. He may say things that are like riding the line and some people don't understand or they get triggered. But I don't take offense to the things that he says because I think his humor is funny AF. Just so he's awesome. I love him. But anyways, this tweet is a picture of some of another tweet. And it says from Jamie Baker. um, I think they were commenting on a Mary post. Jamie Baker said, LOL, you'd get more of a productive conversation out of a brick wall rather than talk to Mary. Laughing emoji. Then Mary Cosby (laughs) replied and said, and you look like a brick wall. (laughs) which alone is 
hilarious already that Mary Cosby is even responding to people. It, she wasn't even tagged. That's the funny part to me. But um, <clears throat> so then M. Patrick Brewster says, like, say what you will about my beloved Mary M. Cosby, but like laughing emoji, dead emoji. And I have to hand it to him. So the reason why I put this one in is because as much as Mary is problematic, I am extremely upset that she she may not come back. And I'm so devastated that she didn't show up for the reunion. And I'll tell you why. Like, Jen, are you crazy? She, she made racist comments, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I know she did. And they were wrong, like I said, like I already mentioned. But you got to understand, this is entertainment. This is like, this is... This is housewives. Problematic housewives are some of the best housewives. So if we're saying rank your top housewives, I need to know what the ranking criteria is because if it's entertainment value, Mary Cosby is definitely a top tier top tier housewife. I I'm sorry to anyone who disagrees. I just, I feel strongly about that. And I'll tell you why, not because she's a good person. I'm terrified of Mary Cosby, but she is entertaining and you cannot deny that. Whew, Mary Cosby. I'm like sweating thinking about her leaving. I'm so upset. Okay, next. <laughs> so Real Housewife of America. Lisa about to NYC throw down next week and I am living with all these G's in all caps. I agree. That trailer for next for the next episode, Lisa, you can tell her body language is just, she is under duress or distress. I don't know what the proper word is, but she definitely is, you can see her getting very antsy. And then when she just goes, you want to go, you want to go. That was like, oh my God. Oh my God. I can't wait. Oh my gosh, I'm getting warm thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> Next slide is okay. So Jack, Heather's gays, Heather Gay's gay wrote, well, he has a picture of Homer Simpson stone and wrote, who cares if James smokes pot? I'm super proud he quit drinking. That's a hard part. So obviously this is from Vanderpump Rules, and I 100 percent agree. I've done kind of like I've con- I've gone back and forth on this since the beginning of the season. In the beginning, I was like, why are they on him about quitting pot like he doesn't drink anymore and like I know it's a controversial topic and I'm not an an addiction specialist or expert by any means but I would me personally I would much rather see someone replace a very harmful addiction like alcohol opioids heroin whatever with weed yeah, they might use it too much or get too stoned, but the there's no negative side effects that would ever lead them to death. As you know, considering they don't have like pre pre existing conditions or whatever. Um, so, but then at one point, then I saw him. He was like, I forgot what point it was, but I did think that he should maybe quit at one point. But now I'm back to, no, he shouldn't. He clearly is triggered and still blows up when he's not drinking. So it's not, 
that James Kennedy, not only does he need to quit drinking, but he should probably go to therapy to deal with some of the things that are causing him to be highly triggered and just, you know, figure out some coping mechanisms so that he doesn't have to rely on weed, you know, all the time. But again, I'm a cannabis advocate. Um, next slide. That was a funny one. Uh, or no, that wasn't a funny one. It was just a good one. Uh, the next <clears throat> tweet is from Sarah Says So. Uh, this is about Orange County. She wrote, Heather keeps saying that her party was ruined, but she's the one who stopped it and wouldn't let her guests eat the $30,000 worth of food she had catered. She could have had a conversation with Shannon and let everyone else enjoy themselves. I 100% agree with this. So I'm sorry, but why would you waste that much food? If my mother was there, she would have found containers. I'm sure Heather Dubrow doesn't hoard takeout containers like I do, but, but she'd find something and we'd be like, we're wrapping this up and you're all taking it home. Who like you literally just throw out that food. I don't understand that. It makes no sense. And like, like Sarah's Sarah says so she's, <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. Why, why couldn't they just for a few minutes, just put their differences aside to eat and then continue arguing, I guess. I don't know. It's crazy. So the next tweet is from Bravo Social. And they wrote, something is off with Noella. She's like Brahman 2.0. I 100% agree. I thought this before the show even started. Um, I was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt and just see how it goes. But now I, I truly believe that by the end of the season, everyone will hate her as much as Bronwyn. Sorry. Um, so this next tweet is from Housewives Historian. Um, and they wrote, I'm an empath, in quotes. And then they wrote, the empath in question. And there's a picture of Nicole James. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that was so weird how she, the whole situation was bu bizarre. Nicole was so upset about, or not upset, but like Nicole was really insisting on Noella just not crying and like not causing a scene when they are literally filming a scene for a show. So that's bizarro, number one. Number two, Noella, it did like, I guess do it for the cameras. Like, thank you. But I don't know if I was on a show and I was having that kind of meltdown, I don't know if I would just be like sobbing right there. Um, but whatever, if I did, then I would expect my friend to comfort me a little, not be like, Hey, cut it out. So, um, yeah, Nicole James is a little crazy. Um, here's Rex again. He wrote, did anyone else catch Kelly Dodd's cameo on orange County this week? And there's a picture of a trash can. I just thought that was funny. Um, the reality TV guru wrote, side note, just because I think Noelle is batshit crazy and a liar doesn't mean I don't think her delusional ass isn't perfect for the show. Laugh emoji. Perfect housewife material. I agree. Like I said, problematic housewives are the best housewives. They keep us entertained. And I mean, I don't think this show is, you know, a competition for who has the best morals. So um, entertainment value. Absolutely. Noella is a great housewife already. 
Um, oh my gosh, this one is okay. So, um, the Real Housewives of Brokeback wrote my entire speech at my husband's bar passing celebration if it took him 17 years. And there's a picture or a gif of Dorinda yelling, I'm ashamed. And I literally could hear her voice in my head. And I was dying laughing because my mom is basically a Korean version of Vita. And if it took me 17 years to pass the bar, she definitely would have started her speech with, hi, I am ashamed. <laughs> so I thought this one was hilarious. Um, real reality homosexual. I actually enjoy Noella's commitment to the mess she's making. It's chaotic, but I'm here for it. Agreed. I agree with you. Prostitution whore. Elizabeth yesified herself and changed her name just to get a second season. We see you, girl. Oh my gosh, this is so funny. There's a picture of Elizabeth from last season holding an orange. And then on the right, there's a picture of Gen Dr. Jennifer Armstrong holding an orange. And they they legit do look very similar. And it's just funny because I kind of feel like maybe Elizabeth should have gotten a second season. She was raising a cult. Like, hello, cults are trending. Salt Lake City. Anyway, I'm joking, by the way. Um, so the next one is, oh, okay. So Real Reality Homosexual tweeted, it's reunion day for the ladies of Salt Lake City. And I hope that those that need to be called to the carpet get called. Those that need to get cleared, get cleared. And Mary Martha Cosby even shows at all. So this was, I included this one because this was my first tweet of the day that I saw that reminded me that the Salt Lake City reunion was even being filmed yesterday. And how interesting real reality homosexual how do you know that mary Mar martha cosby wasn't going to show wow <sighs> you're good okay so the next one is cam sonia's townhouse honestly i cannot wait to see the salt lake city reunion looks i just know queen lisa barlow will eat the girlies up i agree lisa barlow is my favorite housewife salt lake city is my favorite franchise I cannot wait to see the looks and the set. I saw some of it, or we saw some of it in Andy's stories yesterday that people are reposting. Um, this next tweet is from Reality by Ashley. The picture is actually a caption of Andy's Instagram um, photo where he's sitting with the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City cards at the reunion and in his caption he wrote hashtag baby gorgeous and she put in an arrow pointing to baby gorgeous and she wrote it's a hashtag baby gorgeous for me and people are questioning lisa's impact paul lee's right baby gorgeous by the way i have baby gorgeous uh shirts for children at my shop bravoandblaze.com Oh my gosh, this next one. So this is from Don't Claim Her. How funny is that? I love Twitter handles. They're so funny. She wrote, Lisa getting first seat has me in tears. Yes, Lisa Barlow deserves it. She's the best. I totally understand why people are like, what is she doing? But Lisa Barlow, I've never had these feelings for a housewife where like I literally would ride or die for her. I feel like she could do no wrong. And I've never felt like that with a housewife ever. So it's really strange for me. <sighs> but I just love Lisa Barlow. I also have a what would Lisa Barlow do uh, bracelet at my shop, by the way. Bravo and <laughs> So the next one. Oh, 
Okay, so I put together these tweets before I heard about Mary, but then, um, so the Bravo bitch wrote, the tweet that said Mary did not attend the reunion is fake. There's a red siren emoji. Please don't believe everything on Twitter. We love to troll. So I believed this and I was like, wait, so Mary Cosby was there. I thought I thought people were trying to mess with us, you know, like the Gia Judice engagement thing. So I went from thinking Mary was there to not even knowing that people were saying that she wasn't there and then no, finding that out and then being like, no, she was there. And then finding out, no, she really wasn't there. And I'm so upset about it, but I won't keep going on about it. Jesus Christ. Sorry, Mary Cosby. Um, this next one is about Miami. Oh my gosh. The last like 10 minutes of Miami were so good. I could cry thinking about Frankie hugging Alexia. But anyways, um, this tweet is from M. Padgett Brewster. There's a picture of Alexia and he wrote, I really respect Alexia's fiance, Todd. He's a no bullshit kind of guy. And that's how you have to be with sociopaths like Peter. Alexia has coddled him and it's reinforced his behaviors. And Frankie is so sweet. I agree with this. I don't know if Peter's a sociopath. That, that part is funny. But I agree. I mean, it is hard to be a step parent. Granted, my step parent situation is different from his because Frankie is Frankie and Peter are technically technically adults, but with Frankie, he's like an adult who will always need assistance. So I see Todd. Um, I think Todd really does care about Frankie and Peter. I think his message was correct, but the delivery was wrong. Um but at the same time, how authentic was that conversation? I felt like it was very real, or at least the emotions were very real. But at the same time, I question if that's really like their first conversation about it. Peter obviously knew, knew he was coming over. They seem like, I don't know. I just, I'm just wondering how many, time, how many times they've talked about this. Um, and it's very interesting that you know, on the same day, Peter is arrested for domestic violence. So that whole situation is crazy too. Next slide is from Rexweed. Um, last minute, I threw this one in. So last night was a Project Runway um, crossover episode with the Housewives. And they had, um, it's called the Real Client Challenge that they do every season. And normally they pick like a theme or something. Um, I'm trying to think. Was on they one year they had uh WWE divas. I love that, that was so good. Um, but last night they had housewives for the first time, and I had chills. I could like when the housewives are walking down the runway, I always like the runway part is very dramatic. If you don't watch Project Runway, I highly recommend it. It is like I would say it's the OG Bravo show for me, at least. Like, I whatever. Anyways, so last night um, they had Leah and Luann from Roni. They had uh, Karen, Giselle, and Wendy from Potomac. And then they had Shannon and Gina from the OC. <laughs> and um, I just have to say, like, I'm laughing right now just thinking about Gina's outfit. So... <laughs> 
I don't want to say anything bad because I feel bad. Like I love the designers and I feel really bad when they, um, you know, when they lose and they get, get sent home. So I don't want to say anything bad, but, uh, I really loved Leah's dress and I had, a, I was nervous about it, but, um, Rex Weed wrote, the dress is lovely, but Leah makes it look like she's carrying the chains of life's regret because she's a literal ghoul. The designers deserved a better muse. I'm sorry. I know that's like a mean, not on brand for me. I'm not like saying it's good that he's calling her a ghoul, but it's really funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. And that's what we're here for, to laugh, right? I'm sorry. I feel, kind of feel like when you sign up for a reality show, you have to know that these are the types of things that are going to happen. I don't know. Now I'm second guessing myself, but anyways. So those are the top tweets of the week. I hope that you guys enjoy them as much as I do because some of these tweets are from people that I really love. And I hope that you follow them all. Okay, so I'm trying to introduce my good friend, that Bravo gay, aka Ricky. Thank you for joining, Ricky. I hear your cat. <laughs> <laughs> I know my my cat's really happy to be here. Um, I'm I'm very happy to be on the inaugural show of Bravo and Blaze. Um, you know, this has been a long time coming, so we're so excited for you. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah. Thanks for being here. Um, so, Ricky, you're caught up on all the shows, right? Yeah, I'm really caught up. Um, you know, I've, I've been watching all week, being diligent about my shows. Yeah, good. Yeah, I got to stay on top of it. It's like part of the routine. <laughs> I know. And it feels like there are quite a few shows on right now. And, and especially with like Miami now added to where we have something on, on Thursday. I haven't, I haven't been watching Project Runway um, I, and I did miss the, the special yeah. Housewives episode. <laughs> I, I plan on getting to it soon, but. I've been a slacker there. It was, I had chills. And even Sean, my husband, was sitting, laying next to me watching. And he's like, wow, Luann looks amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, I heard that it was a great episode. And some people were even saying it was one of the best episodes. Or like, this is like the best season of the show. Um. Yeah. I mean, I haven't really watched it. Well, I think, when was the last season? It was before COVID, right? It was a long time ago because that's when it was still on Lifetime. Because it was on Bravo originally and then it moved to yeah. Lifetime. I didn't watch it when it was on Lifetime, but I watched all the early Project Runways. Like, Christian actually wasn't even in one of the first seasons. He was, like, later on. Yeah, I don't remember on. where he was, but I feel like that was that was pretty early on. It was early on, but the, there was like a really large gap between the original because Project Runway was on the air before Housewives. Yeah. I used to watch back then. Which I'd I have to do my research, but I wonder if he was actually on the version that was on Lifetime. No, I don't think so. No, you don't think I so? I would not watch Lifetime. I don't think <laughs> that doesn't sound like me. <laughs> it was such an odd choice that it even went to lifetime. Like there's a bunch of like cheap movies there based on Dateline episodes and uh, Dateline. project runway. I actually feel inspired to start another podcast for true crime. 
No, I, I feel like that's needed. You know, I, I always appreciate seeing crime your, and your... Things? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Murder and things? There you go. So did you watch Andy on New Year's? Yeah, I watched Andy. <clears throat> I did not watch Andy. I did watch him last year and I loved it. I even like, I think I that's when I first started tweeting and I tweeted, um, well, like not on my problem, please, but my OG Jenny Blaze 420 account. I was tweeting a video of Snoop and Anderson laughing at like it was the best segment ever. And I kind of didn't want to watch because I was like, I don't think it's going to live up to that moment. So I'm going to pass this year. And then I watched um, the ID channel. I watched Murder. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was a good solution too. I mean, look, I I like Andy and Anderson together, and I feel like usually it's a great show. This year just felt a little bit different, and you know, there there's another person from CNN that that recently left, and I feel like she's usually like the life of the party with Don Lemon. So I feel like maybe that was part of the problem for me. But I have to say, Andy's rant, I did, I I switched the channel right before he did that rant about you know, de Blasio. And in my gut instinct, I felt like he was doing it and as like a Hail Mary attempt to give something to the show before it ended because it was getting close to the end of the night. I was like, why is Andy ranting like this? He is not that belligerent. Yeah. Was I, I he, mean, was he that drunk? I mean, I feel like they did drink a lot, but I mean, it's Andy. So I feel like his tolerance has to be... <laughs> relatively high I, I don't know maybe like an edible hit him like he's just like edible. he's like I i've got some thoughts take, here i don't think he would take an edible on new year's but i would love to ask him or andy if you're listening <laughs> he would lie go <laughs> in if you're listening Tell i feel like he'd be like no because he's probably not supposed to do stuff like that when he's on air. You know what I mean? Well, why not? If he's drinking, that's worse. Tom Brady was holding his kid drunk in public <laughs> in front of all the cameras, and no one said a damn word. If that was <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine if I how? No, we would never hear the end of it. So never. Rolling my eyes so hard. Speaking of, um, that reminds me of Courtney Skipon from Below Deck. Do you remember her? Yeah. Oh, she's so good. She's so good. I wonder if I could get her on the show someday. That would be so amazing. Um, You also need to get your uh, friend Caroline on the show. Caroline, yeah. For a little bit of Below Deck action. I think I have that live that I did with her. Um, I think it's on my... Instagram somewhere. That's awesome. I mean that that live was the best. It's probably safe. You saw that one. I I was in and out because I definitely remember seeing Sean um, doing leaving his head. Yeah, yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, yeah, that was a good episode. So I was randomly tipsy one Saturday afternoon. It was summer, I think, or early fall. And it was still nice out. So um, my husband and I, we were in the back and uh, I went live and this follower that I had that I didn't know, I didn't follow her back. It was uh, Caroline Beetle, but I thought it was 
Caroline Bedile, like a play on cannabidiol. <laughs> so I'm like, and she always would like like my stuff and engage and comment. And I was like, oh, I I love this girl. She requested to join me. And I always love when people join my lives. As you know, that's how we met. Yeah. Well, I was like, okay, let's see Caroline. And she comes on. I was like, you're stunningly beautiful. <laughs> this is strange. <laughs> I was like, and then she, and I still didn't know who she was. And she goes, um, what'd she say? She, I, we were talking about Andy. And she goes, yeah, he, he never asked me that. And I was like, Huh? You're like, who are you? I was like, when are you talking to Andy Cohen? And I go, wait, you, you talked to Andy Cohen? And we were talking about Below Deck. So I was like, oh my God, you're Caroline from Below Deck. And she was so nice. I really, really, really like her. Um, but what happened was one of her followers joined and said, because, um, oh, that week was the first time I tried dermaplaning which is a facial procedure or whatever that you get. That's basically shaving your face, which you and I have talked about. And yeah. It's like I said, it's basically what Caroline Manzo was doing. Yes. And also Sandoval, they're just like, they've <laughs> yeah. got like a razor. They're not using any like high tech tools. They're just using like a men's shaving razor. Exactly. And there's a video of Caroline. She has like a whole tutorial video where she goes yeah I shave my face <laughs> so I wrote yeah, I shave my face in in the title of my live and so one of her followers joined and was like I just want to see <clears throat> excuse me he goes I just want to see the guy in the back shave <laughs> his beard off and then I was like what I was like oh this guy is funny and then he goes I'll give you $200 if you shave the beard to whatever charity you want and I was like Fuck yeah, I'm gonna do that. I was like, Sean, you better. So then the guy in the beard. Leave his face and his head on camera. And he did, he didn't even finish. And the guy was like, All right, that's enough. I, I sent you the money already. He sent us, he didn't even send 200 he sent 250 Wow. And so we matched it and we sent we um gave it to our charity that we chose, which was that's uh that's super awesome, though, that that there was some random person that was like, yeah, let's do this. I'll, I'll give some money to charity. Yeah, look at, right? Look at you. You got your little charity world. I did something. I forced my husband to shave his face. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Um, I feel like he sort of liked the attention, too, though. Oh, my God. You know, he was I living feel for like it. He, I feel like he purposely knocks on the door now. Because he wants to catch me live so he can be like, hi. He's a fame monster. Yeah. He's like Terry Dubrow. <laughs> Heather, I guess. <laughs> Just kidding. I wish I was Heather. <laughs> but let's start with, uh, we have a couple clips that we wanted to talk about for this week. And I'm going to just go ahead and play the first one. You wanted just a brother. Yep. Just remember, you wouldn't be here without me. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Mary Cosby. What's up with her? 
That's Mary M. Cosby. Um, and that's to be determined. She's got a lot going on. So, I mean, that clip was about Lisa Barlow, just because we love Lisa Barlow. But really, we need to talk about Mary Cosby. And she, we just found out she didn't show up to the reunion. And it, I'm legitimately sad. I'm a little angry. And I'm completely devastated maybe the answer is in the clip lisa said um remember i'm why you're here and maybe maybe lisa's why she's not there true oh my gosh she did get the first seat at the reunion yeah i bet it seems like it's probably like lisa and then on the other side it's like jen heather i'm hearing whitney might have been sitting next to jen or next to um, Lisa. <sighs> I've heard that she might be sitting next to Lisa, which is sort of odd. I feel like those two, like, no. because of Mary, I feel like those two have almost like squashed their beef. Dude, what the hell is going to happen with... Okay, so Mary, everyone kind of is pointing the finger at Mary right now because last we saw, they're at Whitney's party. And there's still a clip of Jenny throwing a drink at Mary at that event that we didn't see. So I'm dying to see next week. And next week, Lisa Barlow says, you want to go to Jen Shaw? And Jen's like, absolutely. (laughs) Jen's been waiting for this. I kind (laughs) She probably had hoped that it was going to be Mary, but she'll take Lisa. I don't, I mean, how could she, she, this, it's such bizarro world to me that Jen Shaw is federally indicted, but still filming Real Housewives and yelling in people's faces, knowing that that could be used against her in court where she's facing like 30 years. I wouldn't, I would not be on the show if I were her right now. I know, but it's crazy because like, Mary's a coward and can't show up because she's too afraid of, you know, what she's been putting out in the universe on her own. Meanwhile, Jen's like, sure, I'll be there. <laughs> and she's like, they're like Even scrutinizing the everything they say. Oh my gosh. I'm telling you, I think Mary got a call from Jesus. He said, nah, bitch, I don't have your back anymore. And she was like, I'm not leaving. I'm not going to that reunion without Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. Jesus is technically her son because she's God. <laughs> so what the hell does she care? He's going to back her up. She's probably like, F him. So is the, Holy, is, the Holy, is the Holy Spirit her grandmother? So it's like Mary, Jesus, <gasps> Mama Cosby. Yeah. That's the Holy yeah. Trinity. She's in the, well, that picture a portrait of her is her in the clouds right (laughs) yeah with jesus dude i we can't let mary go mary cosby if you're listening (laughs) i'm just gonna be talking to bravo lebster here for now on i think but um mary cosby if you're listening please don't quit i feel like if she didn't show up to the reunion maybe she's just didn't want to face what she knew she was going to have to face, which is cowardly, but she's human. And maybe she can still come back for next season. That's what I'm hoping because 
I don't like cancel culture, as you know. I don't like people just being tossed aside because they did something wrong. Like, yes, Mary did some messed up stuff. She did many things. But also, I think Mary may just not know. I think Mary grew up in this cult, and she clearly is still in it and running it. And I think she's been in a bubble her whole life. Like she claims she travels and all this stuff. But I think at the end of the day, she really has been in a bubble her entire life. And she really, she's never had to interact with anyone outside of her cult. So she doesn't know that she can't say those things to people because she doesn't talk to anyone outside of her. Outside of her closet. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. She probably, like, those mannequin heads are probably, like, her best friends. You think, wait, say that again? The mannequin heads that she has in her closet. Oh, yeah. Like, the whole of her, like, wigs and everything. Didn't she, like, admit that? I think she was talking to them in an episode. (laughs) Yeah, she's, um, well, whatever. I, I like the quirkiness of Mary Cosby, so I don't want her to leave. What do you, what do you say? So, I I mean, one of the the really unfortunate parts, I mean, the the main reason I'm sort of on a downhill with her is I feel like she's being very toxic without being willing to, like, take any sort of accountability for it. Because, you know, like, we have a lot of housewives that do a lot of shitty stuff, but they're at least like, yeah, I I did it. Like, I shouldn't have. (laughs) I I guess I regret it. I won't. I'll say I don't regret it in like a year, but I'm saying I do now. But like, she's she's just like, no, didn't say it. I didn't mean it like that. You know me. You don't know me. Like, she can't decide if they do know her or if they don't know her. You know what? Honestly, after her rant, so her rant on Twitter was this week, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a little bit before. It started with me, I think, because two weeks ago or three weeks, whenever the last two episodes ago, I just saw something on Instagram where someone did like a graphic of like a pie chart with the amount of time that each cast member was on and I thought that was so funny that that even existed because that means somebody literally is like super nerdy and writing typing into a spreadsheet and then they made it nice yeah like I liked it and I it was like the corporate side of me that was like oh this is a pretty good pie chart and um, Mary had the least amount of time and Mary had reposted that onto her Instagram. And I guess like things got heated in her comments within an hour. So she took it down, but I was able to screenshot it. And so I went on Twitter and I just reposted the screenshot of Mary reposting it. And I said, um, why is or who did this and why is Mary reposting it? And Mary responded and said, yeah, I, I reposted it. What like, about yeah, what, yeah, what's it to you? Like, oh my God. I'm, I have to keep these memories alive. Like these, that's being, to, getting a reply from Mary Cosby is like, I gotta, I gotta reply. A tweet, a direct tweet from God. An oddly, and an oddly aggressive tweet too for like what you're asking. Like, oh my God. I thought it was interesting. 
So immediately, this is like how I deal with confrontation. My immediate response, I was like, I can't get this out fast enough. I tweeted something like, you're the best. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) And I know it maybe looked like such a wuss, but like that is how I am with people like that because they scare me. And that's why I'm scared of cults because I feel like I would totally submit it right away. I'd be like, what Kool-Aid? Like, I'm weak. I, I, so the, the main thing about Mary, that the only reason I don't want to see her leave, especially not with that, like, you know, without, you know, skipping the reunion and everything. I want to know, I want to see when shit goes down at the church and I want her to still be yes. on the show. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, okay. As much as I think, I think Mary Cosby, I think I said this earlier, but I think Mary Cosby is one of the best housewives we've ever had. And the reason why is not because she's a good person. It's actually because she is so completely opposite yeah. of like what you would expect a preacher or like a pastor. And the fact like after episode one, I just like, I was, well, before it even started, I, I saw that she was a pastor and I was really excited. Like she's, the only black woman on this cast, like, yes, let's go Mary Cosby. I didn't even know her. After episode one, I was like Googling her. And that's when I basically was like, I can't say her name out loud. I'm scared (laughs) she'll come after me because what I found is like very disturbing. And her behavior now is like make is like confirming all of my, my terror, my fears. So, I mean, she's definitely not the person you want to piss off. No, even Heather was like, damn, Mary, I was yeah. <laughs> overlooked the fact that you married your step granddaddy. And now you come <laughs> for me. Just like, oh, you always got a drink in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Those, see what I mean? Like Mary Cosby cannot go. Th- those are moments. She gives. Set it up. So let's let's move on to the next clip. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this roll week, footage. Yeah, roll footage. This week on Below Deck. Um should I say anything or should I just play it? Let's play it first. Really PG. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's PG. PG. We're laughing, watching videos. I'm gonna hold it. Yeah. Reason. 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 Oh, how's your threesome going? Touching Reason. From the team. Excuse me? Jake the pig, who's now f***ing Raina. <laughs> and I've got all this s***. Honestly, no point following me. I'm just going to set my own. This throuple thing makes me want to throw up. <laughs> what is going on? I'm confused. Maybe it's just because I'm going through a dry spell, but I'm still confused. Oh my god, I love Rachel. I love Rachel. 
she's she's not only like the best chef i think they've ever had like no one's ever complained about her food except for the woman who was her food wasn't blended enough oh my god what a (laughs) i hate that (laughs) it makes me sick why would she even want that i know like i was thinking about like blended oysters smoothie oh blended like anything is gross yeah (laughs) I would probably just be doing like fruit smoothies. I don't know. So are we surprised that are we surprised that Fraser left? Um, no, not surprised. I kind of feel like Lena should have had him join in on the action or something. Like (laughs) it should have been he has two hands, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. What's well, this funny how he's the one that has to like hold the phone while they're like fucking around <laughs> with him in the middle. Oh my gosh. It's so weird. Why did she do that in the first place? She was like, no, come here. Come watch Norbit with us. <laughs> yeah. Norbit. <laughs> Sorry, that somehow what? makes it even funnier. Yeah, so that clip of Below Deck is really crazy because it's like we've sort of been seeing this thruple building and we've been seeing like Raina and Jake. Like there's so much like sexual and hatred and tension <laughs> between them. Like I don't even know how to describe it. It's like she hates him being on that boat until it's like after hours. And then she's all yeah. like, then she's trying to get, she's trying to peg him. <laughs> I have to say though, um, in regards to pegging, like, I kind of feel like that would she, <laughs> the feelings you're describing, that, like, love-hate thing, like, and the act of pegging, <laughs> she wants to peg him because she hates him. It's a hate fuck. Yeah, but, like, it's, why doesn't she, why does she keep bringing Freezer into it? I, I don't get it. She's She's kinky. It's really funny. Like, I wouldn't be mad if, like, somehow all three got involved, but it was so weird that only two, and he was in the (laughs) Like, I gotta get out of here. Like, why are you even in there? Well, it's just funny to me that she's not trying to get, you know, like, a straight guy involved in, in this, like, love triangle. Like, she's more interested in having a gay guy, apparently. It's like, he's not gonna do anything for you right now. You know that, right? Yeah, what? I don't know what is going on. It's like, is it one of those things like we're behind the scenes? Jake is like pushing, like, can you just pretend like we're all gonna have a threesome and then you leave, and then like Fraser is actually the one that like dipped out. Well, it was so hilarious when he was like, "I'm not bisexual. <laughs> I just I'm just confident." And then he like out with Fraser. Oh my god, that was so good. It's like, oh, cheers <laughs> to that. This is water. And it's like he told us he's not bisexual, and that's like the episode after he was like, "Yeah, I want to get pegged." And it's like <laughs> it's like so is getting pegged taking it or is just well, you know how I feel about sexuality, and I think it's like a spectrum. I think I don't know. There's a little bit in all of us. He's pegsexual. Pegsexual. Pegging is really trending, and I have to say I owe it, or I give credit to Broad City. I, I'm not familiar with the pegging oh. from Broad City. 
Oh, Lordy, Lordy. Janet's Lordy. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Blinds is so good. That show, I would do a rewatch of that for sure. I might, actually. It used to be on Hulu. I haven't watched it in a few years. Yeah, you should do that. Maybe, maybe, I'll, go, maybe I'll go on that journey with you. Actually, I wanted you to watch um, Happy Endings. I know. That's the assignment. I, I, I'm really not doing my homework. All right. Well, when you start it, let me know. I'm ready. Okay. Should we keep talking about Jake's dick? His dick is so dick. <laughs> I love that Kyle Cook reference. And yeah, so I, I still don't even know exactly what that means. I don't know, but he was, well, he was wasting and he got up to pee and he goes, my dick is so dick. <laughs> Which I have on a sweatshirt. Just saying. At bravoblaze.com. <laughs> <laughs> what would Lisa Barlow do? She would plug her her brands whenever possible so and you even have some what would lisa barlow do products don't you i do i have a bracelet i'm not wearing it right this second but it's okay i love seeing all of your merch and you've just got so many amazing products now for pretty much every single bravo lover (laughs) almost i don't have any Miami stuff yet, but that's a plan this weekend, hopefully, if I can get to it. You know how my family's obsessed with me. They don't yeah. let me do anything. So. You've got to get some Miami stuff. Miami is so hot right now. I have two ideas already in the works, and I just need to actually sit down and take care of it. But um, should we talk about Vanderpump? Have you been watching Vanderpump? I haven't been watching Vanderpump. I know that a lot of people um, are still watching it. I just, it's not the same show. I feel like, you know, without Stassi and Kristen, and I, I, I can actually do without Jax and Brittany. Like, that's completely fine. But I, I don't know. I feel like they're all, it just feels like they're all too grown up for this now. Yeah. I was listening to Hannah's podcast. Um, her recap of 2021, which I was on actually, but um, I was listening to the episode where she was talking to another Bravo super fan account. I think it was Bravo OMG. I want to say no, no, it was faces by Bravo or something like that. Shoot. I'm going to have to like reference this now. Thing. Um, but anyways, um, they were saying that they think Tom, Ariana, those OGs, should be like mentoring a new class of people, messy people who are all hooking up and, you know, new to LA and trying to make it or whatever. Cause that's what Vanderpump was, right? Yeah. I mean, that was like the best part is when they were all like wannabe actors and stuff like that. (laughs) It's so fun to watch. Cause like Kristen and, um, Tom, they had like some weird like audition video that they made that was so cringe. And it's just funny to see them like, I mean, it's it's actually a, a little inspiring because they don't give up, obviously. It, it's also sort of funny because there has been like one person that's like rolled through there that's actually like been able to get um featured in like TV shows and a movie. Um I can't, why can't I not remember her name right now? It's the girlfriend that Jax brought in. 
something not Lee. Brittany. Not Brittany. Not um from season one, are you talking? Are you talking about yeah. the she's got like a two name name. Yeah, something Lee. Yeah. Laura Lee. Laura Lee. I knew that there was an L. There's two L Laura Lee. Yeah, she Laura Lee was, was on um She was on Gossip Girl. She uh, was? She was. I don't know if you watched wow. Gossip Girl, but she was in season two. Um, and she was also in We Are the Millers. The original Gossip Girl? Yeah. Yeah. And she was in the movie We Are the Millers. She was? I think that's why she left working at Sir or whatever is because she got the yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. She was like, oh my God. Give me an egg. Oh my God. I'm really in the movie. Oh my God. Her voice was like really bizarre. Um, but I do have this clip from the uh, Underpump this week with James. What do you think about James? He's a roller coaster. It's like you want to root for him, but he just always like shoots himself in the foot. Yes, yes, yes. Like he just, oh my God, he's so entertaining though. Here, I'm going to play this. There's not much else to do except smoke some weed. <laughs> if you've got to stay home all day quarantining right i mean I'm, I'm a i make music i'm a dj like obviously i'm gonna hit the studio smoke some weed and make bangers all day <laughs> <laughs> make bangers all day bangers all day i could just listen to him rant about anything like the most trivial things and it just it makes me laugh so much but has he come out with any bangers lately? I don't feel I feel like I haven't heard any. I don't really listen to his music, but I would, I guess. <laughs> you know what? I'm always down for a little bit of a, a Bravo Liberty song moment. Like even Good um, as Gold has its own moments. Oh, I just listened to that on Sheena's opening of her podcast yesterday. <laughs> and I have them all sped up because I'm really like impatient. That's why I don't really listen to podcasts that much except for like the last two days because we're starting this one yeah (laughs) uh, it's so funny to listen to Shana saying good as gold like double speed yeah good as gold I really like coffee and love (laughs) I don't know that one is that another one of her songs no that's um from Potomac it's um what's her name Ashley's Ashley's oh I, I see I haven't really listened to Ashley's music yeah, and then also uh, Adriana did Feel the Rush for Miami. Total I bop. That, I put that on my playlist. Come feel the rush. <laughs> Miami is um, my second favorite franchise now. I just got into it like a month ago, and I love it. I'm obsessed. So I Salt I like Lake, diversity. Miami. What's that? So Salt Lake first, Miami second? Yes. Those are like the two most diverse casts on Bravo. Well, I like diversity. Yeah. <laughs> That's but like yeah. the surprising thing about Salt Lake City. You know, when they announced it, you think like it's going to be all of these like white Mormon people. And it's like, there's like almost every religion, like every yeah. race is like, <laughs> they've got like the whole representation. They need, they do need like a lesbian and um, as Mary would sell it and say, they need someone from the cartel representing too. 
PJs. Remember PJs? Our private jokes. <laughs> Like that. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that wasn't too bad um well thank you so much ricky i'm so glad to have you join on this first episode and i uh, i hope to see you again and many more episodes to come thank you so much for having me you know it's really exciting that you're starting this you know it's been a long time coming best way to start out 2022 um for everyone listening this is ricky you know at that Bravo gay on Instagram. So make sure you give me a follow. Bye. Thanks, Ricky. Thanks everyone for joining me for my first episode of Bravo and Blaze. I want to give a special thanks to Ricky. You can find him on Instagram at that Bravo gay. I'm Jenny Blaze. You can find me at Bravo and Blaze.com where I sell my merch and I'll be posting my podcast. I also have the at Bravo and Blaze handle. I have a Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and even a Patreon where I have full podcast videos that I'll be uploading. I have extra footage as well as bonus content. And I'll be back weekly to bring you new content, new guests, new experts and special episodes. I think we're going to have a really great time and I'm looking forward to it. See you next week. Stay lit, fam.